All right, it is day two, and this has been the first full day here at the Aesthetic Forest Festival. And guys, I am loving it. This is my very first multi day festival. Um, I'm not much of a festival goer <laughs> to begin with, but I am loving that this multi day can it sets up a container where it's not just a one off thing and. I love it because the part of me that wants to check off all the boxes, um, I don't have to do that here because I have five days in order to check off the boxes. So I don't have to visit all the vendors today. I don't have to go to, uh, to the river today. I mean, there are, I just feel so much more relaxed knowing that I i have time it's such a huge gift to myself this gift of time instead of feeling so rushed or needing to accomplish things and it just makes for a very meaningful way to connect with people um and i guess i'll explain a little bit more about that um but where do i want to start there's so much i was even tempted to not do an entry today because there's so much going on um, with me <laughs> at the moment that I'm processing. But let's talk about the meal plan I purchased with Veggie Wow. I will tell you that they heard people's feedback about the portion sizes and they have made uh, corrections. <laughs> And so that's what it is, right? Um, being honest and someone listening and changing, being open to change. And I feel like that's a beautiful thing with life in general, right? Is getting feedback, allowing yourself to get feedback, accepting it as not criticism, but as co-creating together and creating something more beautiful and I completely am going woo with this really 3d fact that people complained about the portion sizes being too small and they came back making the portion sizes bigger they also had increased prices but for those of us who purchased the meal plan we're good right we're covered uh, but those who didn't and they're just going a la carte a la carte they are having to um, pay a little extra but I think people are more than happy to pay a little more and, uh, and and have full bellies so they covered that and I talked about uh, most of my frustration yesterday was from the whole getting stuff from the car here now that that hasn't been a thing today we're settled it has been fantastic the weather has been overcast so there's i'm not getting sunburned i got some a little bit of sunburn yesterday but not today and i okay so there are four workshops that you can participate in there are three happening at any one time i believe three workshops and so the first one that I did at 10 o'clock, I chose the dance shop tent. Did I? 
I did not. <laughs> I chose the... That, I think that's what I had thought I was going to do. Anyway, I went to the red tent and did a past life regression with Alma Fujinami. And I will tell you that she is one of those people that... I don't know if you've had this experience before, but you're like, oh, I know... I need to know this person. I need to get to know them. And that is exactly what I was feeling with Alma Fujinami. And you don't want to scare these people away. But um, that is what I was feeling. And I didn't want to get any type of stalker vibe about me. <laughs> but I'm hoping uh, to, to really get to know her. And then when I did enter the tent and she was talking about all the things that she's interested in, it is echoed I'm like okay wow there's definitely a reason that I was resonating with her and the hold on one second I'm going to say hi to Jessica Jessica I am recording day two for my podcast a little no that's fine so Jessica is awesome and that leads me I'll go back to my 10 a.m workshop but I had thought that I would do her workshop at um at one I think it was and that's because I knew she was from Houston I had looked at the list of uh people who were facilitating and going and I knew that she was from Houston she was going and at, she is over shamanic journeying because what she was presenting and that's definitely something I'm interested in so I had it in my mind that I was going to be going to her workshop and I feel like I kind of committed myself to it. Like I had connected with her. Like I'm really excited to meet you. And so I, had, I felt like that was set. Well, it came to it. And I had um, like my body yes was to a different workshop. And I will just skip to that. That was the shoot. What was it? Okay, this is actually the 3 p.m. It was the Green Tent Play Shop, the Tantric Tantric Shibari for Healing and Transformation with Summer Australia and Eric Adama. And that was all about, like, one of the first messages, like, with the rules. So Shibari is Japanese binding. Um, so as you might have guessed, one of the things that they cover is honor your yeses and honor your nose. And so I felt really cool that I didn't let my mind say, oh, I've already kind of committed, which I really hadn't, um, and honored my body's yes. Like, I want to go to this shibari, <laughs> this tantric shibari workshop and learn about that. So um, Jessica has since gone I, I, with, her, with her, her dog, Honey. So... Let me go back to 10 o'clock. I had my first workshop. It was the past life regression with Alma. I will tell you that in this past life regression, I was in a hole in the ground. <laughs> and that goes back to some other hypnosis sessions in which uh, I felt like the rabbits. The rab I was part of the rabbit family. Anyway, this is the first time I had shown up inside a hole and the significance of this has yet to be shown to me but I was a young man thin 
and I had a, a young child with me. I think it was a son. And I ended up laughing with the child, and I picked up the child, held it, him against my my chest, and then I put him up up on top of the ground outside the hole. And then I got out of the hole myself, and we were laughing, and we were speaking in some language I don't know in this lifetime. And what was beautiful about it is that I was embodying what I remember what I knew my brother Adam's essence to be. For those who are just listening for the first time, my brother passed when he was 22, I believe. All I know is that shattered my world. Um, and he was such a, uh, a good man with that mischievousness to him. Okay, so I think you know, like, the good bad boy. <laughs> Um, so I was embodying that playfulness and then, so in the past life regression, they have you go to the next important moment in your life. And so what I ended up experiencing was I was older, um, a little less thin, (laughs) I'm a little stocky and I had this this feeling that I was in something of like an elders circle. There was some type of village get together and I was feeling some type of disgust or frustration with who I sensed the elder to be. And then the facilitator, Ama, she took you to your, um, your dying, your deathbed. And I felt like I had internalized the, uh, the suffocation or the death of that playfulness, that independent spirit um, to conform to outside expectations and that I had internalized that into my pancreas and that I was on my left side and passed away with some type of pancreatic problem. So. Um, I'm reading over my notes as I'm talking because again, I'm trying to keep these raw and uncut because otherwise these will never see the light of day. (sighs) Okay. So next important event, elder circle, we covered that death covered that. Um, oh, one of the things I forgot to mention, sorry, is that before you go into that past life regression, you go into a very protective like a meeting place from which you go to your past life. So anyway, I was in a very familiar purple and yellow space, swirling light space that I usually go to when I'm in this type of trance. And then you ask for your guide. And those who have been listening to the podcast, or maybe not, maybe I haven't, Maybe I haven't gifted you guys with that message of the crocodile, but the alligator or crocodile was there and there were, there's a string of pearls in its mouth, its open mouth. Okay. So circling back around, you're meeting up back up with your guide after this past life regression. What you're asking for messages to like help you integrate and the string of pearls was 
it directed me to an Instagram post. You know, spirit uses what you have, right? So I had seen an Instagram post that you could tell a string of real pearls from fake pearls is that when it's um, submitted to flame, real pearls don't blacken. And so what I was instructed or encouraged to do is that these pearls in my life, my the real wealth to be found in this human experience, to really submit it to the fire and see if see if it's worth sacrificing for, right? Um, because outside pressures, they don't matter. And I, I think I'm not describing that, but it landed for me in a meaningful way is that these, these pearls, you know, don't cast them before swine, the biblical reference. Um, but to put it to the test and don't sacrifice my health, my well-being for shit that doesn't matter, right? So that was the message that I got from when we were integrating that. And it felt like such a gift to be able to feel my brother's presence. And yeah, that I was definitely crying and I, when I shared with the group. Um, what else? Okay, so that was the very first workshop. That was enough probably for a week or two, but it's bam, bam, bam. Today, so the next uh, choice, the selections you have was at one o'clock. And I went to the blue tent um, for the wild enchanted essence activation in photography with Savannah Power. <sighs> okay, this was another really heart opening like boom it's where you if guys just check her out these people I don't have time to go into how powerful these things were because I only have 30 minutes on acre on acres app to record but let me see what else I can what I can quickly tell you guys about it it's where we were she invited us to envision our past, go to our past self. And so I went to the five-year-old April. And you were asked, what does that five-year-old version or that younger version of you find fun? What do they want to tell you? What, how do they experience love? Well, what I, my five-year-old self was telling me is that I found a lot of Love, love translated to me through physical touch, like being up against someone, being held, just being close to somebody. And that, oh gosh, like later on with my stepdad, you know, that touch was tainted and that there could have been hidden agendas, etc., behind that. And that it was just reconnecting me with the whole touch is okay like I that is a legitimate love language and I felt it was so powerful in that this rewilding exercise of dance ecstatic dance just dancing like no one's watching (laughs) um 
part of it was like she said do not leave any part of your body untouched I'm like wow that gave me permission not only permission but some boxes to check and you know April loves her boxes to check so I'm like okay I love this so I actually you know touched all of me I didn't leave any part untouched and I loved that permission and I was like you know what yeah my body is mine my body is my own and if anyone's gonna touch it heck why not me and so part of it and this rewilding dance that was so beautiful I was making swimming emotions and I probably looked so stupid but again none of us gave a shit and I was making these swimming motions and I felt like I really was swimming like in the air. It was such a beautiful experience for me. Okay, and I'm running out of time. So let's go on to what my notes were. Oh, it was just really beautiful, beautiful because not only does she have you connect with your past self, she had you trace this light tunnel um, or however your mind could conceptualize it to your future self. Um, and let that version of you, what does that look like? What is something that they are just so excited to share with you? And so, uh, I'll save that for another time. Anyone who's listening to the podcast, ask me later what my future self showed me and I'd be happy to tell you. Um, yeah, that would, that's a great way to engage and keep this conversation going. But then after that, you were asked to kind of feel that tug of the past and the tug of the future and just kind of bring it into the present moment and ground that in your body in the moment and I don't know if that's conveying that at all but I felt it I felt it it was so beautiful to be present in my body in this present moment and to like honor myself and that, maybe that doesn't make any sense and sounds woo, but I found it so freeing. Okay, so that in itself was so fantastic. Okay, and I, I can't move on without saying that part of this was the photography. So her, part of her gift to the world is kind of doing this rewilding exercise and then photographing people to try and capture that inner them their essence like what what is you and so we after all of this playfulness this ecstatic dance this free movement we created a tunnel you know you've seen it where people kind of uh stand facing each other and holding like a creating an archway with their hands and then someone runs through it we each did that we each took a turn running down this human tunnel and at the end we would do a 30 second pose you know and just and she would photograph and it was just basically you not caring and just smiling or uh, some people were embodying the frog like this was not about being sexy or attractive it was about just bringing forth your, yourself into this picture and it was just like fun you know pose 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 you know it was it was really fun okay so I'm going from that that's the second workshop to the third workshop which I told you I was at a little bit of a quandary 
Um, do I do the, the the tantric shibari? I think I'm saying that correctly. And I'm looking for my notes again. I'm sorry. Wow. <sighs> yeah, okay. I found it. The tantric shibari for healing and transformation. And it was all about honor your yeses and honor your noes. And I thought that was so awesome because that's what I had done. I had honored my, my body's yes. And what I loved is that once you've... Once, uh, okay, so my partner's not here with me at the workshop. So I had wondered how uncomfortable I would be with this rope binding <laughs> exercise with someone that was not my my uh, sacred partner and but I ended up meeting up with this lovely lady and it was so honoring of each other because we they teach you to they teach you this these steps and I can't go through it right now but it's part of it is uh, connecting and clearly communicating what you want what's okay, um, what you don't want. And that thing was don't negotiate in the middle of it. The negotiations are supposed to happen before any type of uh, the rope binding happens. And I just felt like this whole day has been self-affirming of my own ownership of me and my choices. And maybe it's because I do have that open solar plexus and the open g-center in my human design um it's all about trying to please the other person and one thing i loved is that whenever you are like offering options like your toys okay here's the blindfold here's the robe this and that you don't you just offer something as a choice like this blindfold you want a blindfold and they say yes or no. It's not like you don't wheedle them. Oh, please say yes. I want you to, I want us to play with this. No, because you don't want to influence them because you don't want them saying yes simply to please you, right? And so these were like probably some really basic shit that everybody knows, but <sighs> I loved it. I needed to hear all of these things. Um, some other notes I said, you can always take away um, during the middle of the experience, but you can't add anything. So you're not going to be in the middle of this um, exercise and be like, okay, can we add this toy or this blindfold or this rope? No, you you anything that you were going to say yes to you've said yes to at the beginning you're not going to say yes in an altered state because they said like with there could be there's endorphins and stuff uh flowing at that time and it's not considered a sober yes at that time so all of that groundwork is laid beforehand and then so in the middle of it you can say you know what i thought i was going to be okay with this but it's not as wonderful as I thought I don't want to and um, I didn't have anything groundbreaking that I had to say but I did I thought I would um, be okay standing while she 
bound me because I um, it seemed like it would work better in the small space we were in. But then once I had the blindfold on, it felt a little disorienting. And so I told her, I was like, you know, with this blindfold on, it does feel a little disorienting. I'm going to need to sit so I don't fall over. So that was me kind of uh, changing, you know, just voicing how I was experiencing and communicating that to my partner. And it was so beautiful. I just loved it. Okay. Uh, What else? And one of the things I thought was beautiful is that you can start with tying yourself up. Uh, The takeaway was to honor and respect your boundaries and your own limits always. Always. And one of the cool things I thought, what what I heard, is the affirmation, I am worthy to release control. So in this binding practice, you know, you are within this safe container that you've allowed and said yes to. Um, You are releasing control. And one of the affirmations is, I am worthy to release control. What does that even mean, right? I'm like, we're told, I am worthy to receive. I am worthy of making wonderful money. I am worthy of this and that. But I am worthy to release control. I think so many times we grasp desperately for control and so I am worthy to release that freaking control (laughs) it was beautiful okay so that it's just pow 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 so I was feeling really raw after all of this so the last workshop of the day I just went to a where I was just a lecture can mushrooms save the world it was a fascinating lecture by a mycologist and I think I'm saying that right mycologist studies fungi and basically I'm not gonna put words she wasn't putting words in anyone's mouth but the answer is (laughs) yes it is an answer to solve the world's problems maybe not the answer but an answer it was fascinating um and then after that that was enough for my for my mind because I like I said I was feeling really raw. After that, we went to the ferry. I went to the ferry tent, and we sat with the Egyptian blue blue Nile lotus flower. And I had had a tea with that I had ordered off of Amazon before, so this was different. Um, we sat with and communed with that medicine in a different way. And it felt really special, again, with the gift of time. I feel like the people that were there with me, these strangers, (laughs) that we were all so open. And I didn't have any type of of out-of-body experience with this. It felt healing in a way where... I felt a little too raw (laughs) from all of this healing. Um, And it kind of brought it all home and centered it. And so I'm feeling really, really calm, really good, really grounded, really safe. And I'm getting close to my 30 minute mark. So I'm going to leave it at that. Um, I am really sold on this festival and thank you for 
witnessing this, allowing me to share, and because I know your time is a gift as well in uh, sharing this space with me. So imagine yourself here in Weberville along the Colorado River, enjoying the nice breeze with me here. I think the dance party, well, they had a fashion show. <laughs> if you heard the music in the background earlier, there was a fashion show, a little dance off, a little fashion show dance off. I don't know exactly what was going on, but it looked fun. And I think they're going to be setting up for the setting up the main stage for the the musician, the the band, the music that's uh, supposed to be playing tonight. And I <clears throat> I will say this: that when a festival says to pack earplugs, it means here's April speak. In April speak, that means if you're told to pack earplugs, those earplugs are not going to work worth a shit. <laughs> Don't even bother packing them because you're still not going to be able to sleep. Um, I could still hear the music with my earplugs in. And I'm one of those people that really need quiet, like absolute quiet to sleep. And so I'm kind of expecting the same thing tonight. The music did end until about one. And then I still, there's other sounds going on, so I couldn't sleep. But so I'm kind of expecting the same for tonight. But I am really down to less than a minute now. I'm sending you all of my love. Thank you for listening. And I will check in with you tomorrow. Bye.